Welcome to the tribe, everybody. Thank you for joining us uh, for this uh, episode 10, Queens of R&B Discussion. I'm joined with my co-host. Yes, Moran, what's good? Hey, everyone, it's Denzel. How's it going? Hey, and uh, this is Dylan. So I'm excited to talk about this topic today. Uh, our last discussion we had the uh, who the king of R&B was, so I figured we'd get the queens into the dis- discussion and they've been killing it uh compared to the men like there's just so many different styles of uh, r&b out there when it comes to the women mm-hmm. and uh so many of the artists are just on top of their game right now it's kind of i wouldn't say it's the golden era <laughs> of female r&b but it's 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 up there it's up there it's a it's a great era it's a great time to be with but uh before we get into that i want to get into uh some big news, big news. Isaiah Rashad <laughs> has finally given us a Zay Day. Hashtag Zay Day. It's been five fucking years, bro. Five years. And he's given us a Zay Day. July 30th. Uh, the house is burning. That's uh, when his next uh, album is coming out. So how y'all feeling? What's the temperature, guys? Denzel, you a fan, bro. You got it. It's hot, hot, hot. No, I'm I'm fucking excited for this album, man. It's been like you said, five years since the Sun's tirade, almost five years actually. But um, I mean, it's incredible that he's finally dropping. You know, I'm excited to hear what else he has on the album because there's like this one snippet. I remember at the end of the music video for "Lay With You" that I just want to hear. I hope it's on the album at least. You know, um, too bad. It's still it's still kind of too bad that 200 slash warning wasn't on the album, but still, like I'm just ready to hear some more Isaiah Rashad. How about you, non-Isaiah Rashad? <laughs> uh, I was a fan of his older work. I mean, he's cool. Uh, on TDE, he's he's pretty high ranked up there. So I'm interested to see what work he does. What he's put out recently is more like, I don't know, uh, not dancey, but like it's more club hits, more yeah. than like the lyrical stuff mm-hmm. that I'm used to from him. So I'm interested, interested to see where he takes it. If y'all believe in the release date, I, I believe that y'all believe that. We'll I mean, he we'll gave us a date and an, you know, I don't even have to refer, but he gave us know. a date and an album uh, cover, so, yeah. which looks like a little kid drew, but you know what? He's a kid I'm not guy. hating, I'm not hating, because uh, it still looks pretty good. Anything that, uh, any album cover <laughs> that he puts out looks good, because it's been five years. Exactly. But uh, to get into some other quick hitters, Tokyo, y'all look, y'all looking down bad right now. State of emergency for this, uh, <sighs> COVID-19 uh, Delta variant. Uh, what are y'all thinking about that? Yeah, it's everywhere, man. It's a, it's unfortunate. All these athletes, they waited a year. They've been practicing their whole lives. Yeah. And uh, it's really interesting because you would think that Japan and, like, most East Asian and Japan specifically, you would think is better at, like, you know, covering masks up and being more sanitary. But I guess they just didn't have, like, mandates and they're not vaccinating the same rate. I really didn't look into it. Like, no more than me. Yeah. No, I, I got you on that. They, yeah. uh, they just started releasing the vaccines okay. to the public and... They're not vaccinating at the rate as, like, say, the U.S. or the U.K., for example. And uh, I did want to uh, mention before, Denzel, you go. Uh, this is two weeks before the Olympics. It's two weeks. And uh, they've already had two athletes uh, test positive for this uh, Delta variant. Oh, so what's going to happen when everyone's there? That's all I'm saying. But, Denzel, your thoughts, please. My thoughts are, I, I almost, I'm almost terrified they're going to say, hey, we're just going to delay another year or some shit. Because if you think about it, like, Japan has approximately only, based upon the calculations I've done, like looking at the World Health Organization website, only 9% of the total population of Japan has been vaccinated fully. And that's the definition mm-hmm. of like two weeks since their second dose. Now, to get herd immunity, you need at least 70 to 80%. So I don't know how this is going to turn out. I'm glad that they at least 
prevent a possible super spreader event by, you know, removing all the attendees. It's unfortunate, though, because people have bought tickets and they were going to plan on going next year. Then it got delayed. Now they're like, they can't go again. So it's, I don't know what they're going to do to incentivize those people or they're going to give them refunds. Like, what's going to happen with that? Yeah, they better give them refunds because they said uh, the people that bought tickets, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) They didn't talk about a refund plan or anything at their uh, their hearing. From the the Olympics? No, yeah, yeah, from the Olympics. So so they bought, you have to buy tickets like the the spectator, right? Mm -hmm. So those are not getting refunded, is what you're saying? Uh, They haven't mentioned a refund plan yet. Okay. But they just said, they they said sorry Sorry. for the people that bought (laughs) tickets. So, and they all, yeah, they said, mm. as we just talked about, no mm-hmm. spectators. Yeah. At first, they wanted to say, oh, we'll do like about 5,000 for my big arena events, but now it's no spectators. So we'll see how it goes. I'm kind of scared, to be honest, but l- let's go on to another scary situation <laughs> in Haiti. Uh, That's a weird thing a to laugh president about, bro. Got, <laughs> you can't laugh. You can't. A president got assassinated in 2020. <laughs> no, no, no. This is a Wendy Williams moment. It's a Wendy Williams moment. So. <laughs> now we got a laugh. Oh, Wendy Williams. Oh, with the 19-year-old. With the 19-year-old kid. Don't get me started. But yeah, uh, assassination in Haiti. It's a very grim situation. Uh, I do want to give a few uh, pieces of information about what happened there. So it seemed like there were two Haitian-American uh, citizens involved. Mm-hmm. In uh, and both of them were trans. They say they they say they were translators, but uh, and it seemed like it might have been an inside job because uh, it was really just uh, none of the guards got killed. Yeah, none of the guards got killed. They all got rounded up, and the president was. uh, I mean, he was the only one that died, I believe. Mm -hmm. And then I think his wife got injured, Mm -hmm. and then I think his his daughter got injured as well. But it just seems like it's an inside job because, like, you would think if it was just a group of people. Like there would be other casualties, like bodyguards. So, mm-hmm. like they say that they're looking into the bodyguards. There's a uh, hundred troops stationed at this place, by the way. Oh wow! Yeah, and none of them yeah. got touched. Yeah, exactly. Interesting. And uh, and this was an outside group that did it. For yeah, hire. the mercenaries. Colombians. Yeah, the mercenaries yeah. from uh, Colombia. Denzel, did you want to talk? About, I wanted to give like a quick history, like literally quick history. No, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. So just a quick history. So uh, Haiti was uh, what do you call it? the only like republic, African republic, like African Black republic. To get their own freedom in 1804, right? And ever since 1804, they've been indebted to the French, to the French, and they were uh, occupied by the U.S. So they've always been. It's like they've been punished for being the only free slaves in the entire entire mm-hmm. world. They they had to pay like over 150 million euro uh, francs back to France because they threatened them with violence after they beat them to say, "Hey, we lost all this money because we colonized you, but we you still owe us colon." They owe them reparations for the colonization. So all that shit happened. The U.S. occupied them. They tried to shift their economy. That shit didn't work out. So it's always been unstable mm-hmm. politically and economically. And then you go to 2010 earthquake. That destabilized everything even further. 300,000 people fucking died. And then they always have to be borrowing money from like uh, bank organizations and shit like that. So they're always in debt. And then that comes all the way to this president who refused to give any power. And I hit up the homie Kaz. And Kaz like, I asked like Haitian friends like, just to make sure that we're not off topic. But so far, they haven't said anything. And the news was like off. So it's pretty accurate in saying that this dude didn't want to share any power. And uh, it's weird, actually, you talk about no one getting hurt. And it might be inside job because he named his a new successor, prime minister, right before he died. And they didn't get sworn in. But the previous prime minister just took over for him. Mm. Saying, like, yeah, I got it. But it's like, no, you're not even supposed to be the right guy. And then the Senate also elected a different person. So there's three different people that are supposed to be running the country. No one knows what's going on. So No, crazy. but the election. Uh, sorry, Denzel. Oh, you're uh, good. If you had anything to say. But uh, the election was actually, I think it was won by someone else. But then the, <laughs> the president that got assassinated, I shouldn't be laughing, but the president that got assassinated said, fuck that, I'm not going to 
give up my powers. So. Yeah, he didn't want to give up. Yeah. yeah. So, was, yeah, it's, it's a... It's just right, like, there was, like, an argument of, like, uh, the amount of years he was supposed to run, right? Because there was a, there was a period of time which uh, the people were arguing that, well, your five years ended this year, because on February, uh, 20, February 7, 2017, yeah. that was whenever... It, that was whenever uh, he did not step up into office, but his predecessor quit like a year before. So his it was like this weird argument with the five year rule as well that kind of raised tensions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, to end with this, uh, uh, the in- interim prime minister has requested aid through the U.S. Uh, military aid. So and it's just it's just funny to me. It's, it's just ironic to me because the Colombians that got hired for this job. They were ex-military trained by mm-hmm. U.S. military, so I just I don't know where all the. But anyways, it's, it's time to check the run. It's a slippery <laughs> slope. Hey, by the way, don't 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 follow that rabbit hole, man. Just wait for information to come out because you never. Yeah. Uh, beware of the U.S. government. Don't be. But, uh, it's it's time it's time to check the. I don't care if we get canceled. It's time to check. Uh-huh. The uh, we are going to finally get into the state of uh, female R&B, and this is excluding giants like. Uh, Beyonce and Rihanna because they're just they're untouched and they're legends in their own right. Are they pop or they R&B? Uh, elements of pop and R&B. I would say, yeah, I'll probably say elements of pop and R&B. Okay. But uh, just real quick, I want to talk about uh, the many different styles of R&B, uh, especially when it comes to the female yeah. side, because there's just so many different types. But uh, without getting into any specific artists as of yet, I just want to touch on. Three different types, I feel like, that's permeating or dominating the female R&B game right now. And that's traditional R&B. It's still, it's still out there. Uh, <laughs> alternative R&B, which is, I feel like, the main sound uh, these days. And then there's, I would, I would argue, an element of alternative R&B, but Trap Soul. Trap Soul is also uh, something that's... subcategory? I, I would say, yeah, I would say it's like a subcategory of alternative, mm-hmm. but that's also a category, one of the subcategories that's just like really popular. So, mm-hmm. uh, I just want to get y'all's take. Uh, if y'all want to talk about y'all's favorite part, uh, or y'all's favorite style of R&B, or just what do you think of like the overall style so far? If I had to choose like my favorite one right now, it's it's, it's definitely got to be alternative. You know, some of these artists that we have like under like uh, Trap Soul, like Summer Walker, Janae Aiko Solange. I, I would almost argue that they would be considered alternative as well, just because they kind of, I guess it's a, it's a subcategory, you already answered that question, but because of where we're going in the current in the current ways of R&B, I don't know, like there's definitely a lot more alternative artists than there used to be tra- traditional, and it's not like traditional's dead, I'm not saying it is by any means, but I'm just saying that it's being transformed into like everyone's kind of making it into what their own sound is, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, I always had a soft spot for Trap Soul. I think Trap Soul is really male-dominated. And it's mm-hmm. mainly, I think that's the lane that it's for, but women do it better. Um, alternative is the most popular. I feel like alternative is just contemporary, evolved. I think it just moves with the times. And then traditional R&B is like a Jasmine Solver or something like that. I would say that it's, I think they all bleed. Like looking at our, the Google Doc that Dylan had made and Denzel had, had done as well. Like there's a lot of bleeding over people kind of like throughout their careers. Like Jenny Eichel has definitely been in all three categories. I feel mm-hmm. like throughout her career, just being, just by the nature of how the music and the sound has changed. I think it's interesting that, um, the majority of pop culture to me, re- like, revolves around R&B 
uh, specifically alternative and trap soul. And I would want, I wonder about R&B whether or not it should be black exclusive. I wanted to ask you guys that. Could Adele be an R&B artist because she gets categories? Oh, most definitely. Can, can Ariana Grande? Because if you put in Ariana Grande, she's probably like the best one. I believe so. She's not the best one, but I believe <laughs> uh, the best singer. One of the best voices for sure. I, I mean, uh, I mean, and then you have others like Caliuchis, who's Hispanic, and mm-hmm. um, there's, I mean, there's a myriad of other female Hispanic uh, artists, but Caliuchis is one of the main ones. And then yeah. there's uh, Charlotte Day Wilson. If none of y'all uh, have heard of this woman, uh, I'm putting y'all on Charlotte Day Wilson, white girl, beast. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, you don't have to be black to, uh, to just like you don't have to be uh, white to uh, do country. Yeah. 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 So mm-hmm. what's what? What's Post Malone? <laughs> he's like he's like electronic rap or something. Pop <laughs> electronic rap. country know. star. He does like a alternative lot. rap. I guess is what, is what I would say. He's doing more country than he used to, though. Right. Yeah. He's probably in his own lane. But we're not talking about the. We're not talking about that. We're talking about uh, the, the queens. Ladies. The queens. Ladies. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, for for me, for me, how I'd answer that question is. Um, like you said with Janae's uh, style, like mm-hmm. it just it just bleeds into everything. It's just like it's not. I wouldn't say it's all over the place, but some I'll say it's someone like Kalani with her uh, latest album. There's elements of traditional R and B. There's elements of uh, okay. Travis I was old. gonna say a bad word, but let me, uh, <laughs> let me keep it. <laughs> well, bad word. Anyway, not a bad word. I'm kind of curious to hear this bad word. <laughs> yeah, now we got now you gotta say it. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, Light skin apologist. See, first of all, no, no, we're gonna stop this right Wait. here. He's trying to push a <laughs> colorist <laughs> agenda, Denzel, and it's super <laughs> like there's no background for this. Why are you saying that? I'm curious <laughs> <a judge>. <laughs> <laughs> of How am I an apologist? Bro, I saw anyways, that energy split real quick. God damn. Okay. Anyways, uh, so like with her album, there's elements of traditional, there's elements of trap soul, and there's elements of uh, alternative and I'll describe alternative as like uh, kind of like uh, not really funk but rock. Like there's some rock, there's some like, guitar in R&B. Yeah, w- with alternative is what I would say. Oh, okay. Yeah, with alternative is more so with that where like regular mm-hmm. traditional R&B is more so with the uh, the blues, the funk, uh, neo soul, what have you. Mm. So we got to talk about the female R&B artists that are running the game right now because there's so many. Mm. There's so many. What do you mean by running the game? Like, is it going to be everyone's like choose your own? Like, yeah. by running the game, by running the game, I, I'm really not talking about numbers. I'm just talking about just quality of music. Mm, um, it doesn't okay. for me. It doesn't really matter how many people are listening. It's just like whoever's just popping. We just got to give them flowers. Uh, I feel give that. I feel that. Flowers. So yeah, I went off basically uh, longevity, impact, and like vocal talent. And based off of that, it was a tough one, man. But mm-hmm. my top three were uh, Jasmine Sullivan. Janaiko tied with uh, Kalani, but I kind of gave it to Janae because she said one back. And then her. But yeah, it was kind of, it was crazy, man. I had to do like a, what was it called? Like March Madness, the little brackets. Oh. Like I had to, <laughs> bracket. I had to match that serious? Bro, it was, because I was sweating because there's, there's so many RBRs, man. Wow. It's crazy. Like, All right. It's, it's insane. Her, for example, man, like, she's like considered a prodigy, right? Mm-hmm. So how, but how much, so how much time has she had in the game compared to like a Jasmine Sullivan? Or a, or a Janae, who's been in for a decade plus. It's like, it's really hard to weigh them. But they have to do quality versus quantity. Janae has a lot of work. This man had a whole like, formula set up for him. That's what I'm saying. Rush Madness for real. Yeah, man. It was fun. And then I had to find songs where they were on with each other. I was like, no. <laughs> when Jasmine was on with Ari Lennox, like, Ari didn't really. Yeah, so. You had to, you had to uh, consider the collabs as well. 
Yeah, collaborations as well and how they perform. But uh, I don't know if we're going to talk about our number one, but I think those three for me cover the basis of like lyrical content, vocal ability, mm-hmm. um, longevity. I think like mm-hmm. Jasmine, for example, being able to stick here since 08 is like a That's yeah. true. So, yeah, that's true. And her, I think her just has so much potential. I can't wait to see where she goes with it. And Janae has influenced like a whole genre of like breathy, herbal, herbal type of, you know, mm-hmm. lyrics and stuff like that. Like people do, yeah, Burning Sage. So. Burning Sage. Yeah. Those, uh, those are my, those are my, yeah, those are my topics. Denzel, how about you? Oh, man. So, I did not go into a, an extensive scientific equation like Marone did. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I honestly just looked at R&B artists that, like, evoked, it, evoked on the powerful emotions within myself as well as mindfulness mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, I really had to look at the top three that, like, in the past five years, I was like, okay, this is someone I definitely could not, li- like, not listen to for the next year or two. I got, I got to listen to them. So, my first one's going to be Solange. My second one's going to be SZA. Wow. My wow. third one's going to be Jenny Aika. Interesting. Re- reason why I picked Solange, honestly, it was just like she has more of that the airy sound that Jenny Aika like, kind of created. I feel like Solange really hit that home in their last two albums that she's dropped. She has songs like like, like Al- Almeida, Mad, featuring Lil Wayne, Way to the Show, Cranes in the Sky. like Just songs like that just incorporated more of that trap soul alternative sound that R&B, ha- R&B has changed into. And I just felt like I don't know, it just brings like that power. I don't know, I don't explain it. Like, just something about it is just very beautiful to me. SZA, I mean, because she's in TDE, the greatest, the greatest group of all time, so we're done. It's already exactly. over. It's already over. SZA is in TDE. I'm sorry. Now, now I got give my respect to Ari Lennox. Heike, amazing singer, but I mean, I mean, we got songs like Love Galore, Doves in the Wind, Drew Barrymore, The Weeknd, Broken Clock, Wavy, Pretty Little Birds. All the stars kiss me more. I mean, like she's made a like control as an album as a whole was just no skips. And then the last one, we got Janaiko and Maroon. Uh-huh. You gotta mention that she ran. She basically held twenty eighty eight together. Like seventy five percent twenty eighty eight was her. Like, yeah, big shot. Oh, nah, yes, don't disrespect yeah. Sean like that. Don't disrespect, <laughs> don't disrespect Sean Don like that. Come on. No, no, I, I liked what Sean did, but I felt like Janaiko carried it more. Like, if okay. we gotta be frankly honest, like. Um, you know, just no, to... we saw him live. <laughs> <laughs> You're not arguing against that, Dylan. So you got to mention him. We don't. <laughs> okay, that's Trump. <laughs> I mean, um, but last thing I want to say is, you know, some honorable songs. That, some songs by Janika I want to bring up is like Frequency, Sing to Me, Trip, Sativa, Pussy Fairy. You know, stuff like that. I don't know. Just the way she put her personality into her music and create like this psychedelic subgenre of R&B was really impressive to me. So I'm glad that she's kind of transitioned over into her own sound that a lot of artists these days, like Marone mentioned, are kind of like looking, using as influence, you know? And uh, before I get into my top three, we do got to give uh, Snow her flowers for the temporary highs in the violet skies. <laughs> and that album is the definition of a vibe. If you look the vibe in the dictionaries, <laughs> that picture of the album will be under that one. Mm-hmm. So, uh, shout out to Snow for that uh, album that came out uh, a couple nights ago. Mm-hmm. Fire. But, uh, to get into my top three, uh, shout out to Usher. This is uh, all coming from my heart. <laughs> uh, this is this ain't no longevity, no, no lyrical, this is all from the heart. <laughs> so, uh, we'll go from uh, three to one. Number three, I was kind of in between SZA and Janae Aiko, and I think uh, SZA is playing with us with uh, releasing this music. So. No, it's Punch. It's <laughs> I'm not ki- SZA. I'm kidding, it's by the punch. way. 
Yeah, it's punch. It's punch. <laughs> but I'm kidding. <laughs> I, I, I love you so much. I love you so much. Always and forever. But I got to give it to Janae on this one because uh, Tulumbo, that album is just perfect. It's uh, just it's really good. It's that, really good. That deluxe version? Yeah, the deluxe version oh is nice God. too. And not to mention, you want to talk about uh, collab? She kills it on features. Mm-hmm. She kills it on features all the time. So, and you want to talk about longevity? Longevity, I'm not really basing it, but like she's been in the game for a while. She's and she's still been going strong for I don't know, almost a decade. Yeah, a, decade. a little bit over a decade. Yeah, over a decade. So yeah, so got to give Janae her flowers. She's just been killing it. Plus, she's down to earth, very chill, very nice person. So. Uh, that's a plus. Definitely uh, someone you want to smoke uh, with. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, into it. Uh, number two. <laughs> number two. Uh, this uh, lady uh, holds a special place in my heart. Uh, Ari Lennox. <laughs> Wait. Ari Lennox, yes. Okay, Ari sorry. Yeah, yeah. I just now I know who your number one is. But I'm oh, for sure. You already know. You already know. You already know. We're, we're going to have a grandstanding uh, introduction for her. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't know where this is going. Unintended. Yeah, but okay, Ari Lennox. Uh, yes, Shea Butter Baby is her only full length album, but I think uh, out of all, out of a lot of uh, female R and B albums that have come out, and like I'll probably say like the past few years, past four or five years, mm. um, just like the just bringing back the neo soul, even though there's still some elements of alternative R and B, some some trap, some elements of trap, but. Not as much as, like, say, a Janae or a Kalani. I feel like it's just, it's not, I wouldn't say groundbreaking, but I feel like it's very great that she's able to put together uh, a collection of songs like this, and a lot of it sounds traditional, mm-hmm. and it's still popping, it's still fire, and people still fuck with it. To this day, and this album came out in, what? I don't even remember. 2018? 2018, 2019? Yeah. It came out a while ago, and it's still, you can still bump it like it came out like it's new. Oh, she's really funny. Yeah, she's, she's funny one of the funniest. Yeah, she's funny as hell. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That makes her keeps it fresh. Yeah, yeah. Not to mention, she kills it on features as well. Even like her music, she had some uh, uh, like mixtapes and EPs before Shea Butter Baby. That shit was fire too. Uh, mm-hmm. Backseat with Cause, mm-hmm. fire. So uh, yeah, Ari Lennox, uh, I love you. And uh, <laughs> number one, uh, I've been riding with this lady from day one. She has. Uh, just uh, taking my world by storm when it comes mm. to female R and B music <laughs> and uh, multi-time Grammy winner. Her, her name is her. She, yeah, her name her is her. Her, 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 her. 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 Yeah. Her, her. She has been run. This this girl has been running the rap game. Oh, that's, that's a rap game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm too excited. This girl has been running female R&B like she's been walking it she's been walking it like she walks the dog every morning she's been running this game she, Run she runs this shit she runs this shit uh, back in my mind this album that came out uh, this summer is immaculate uh, and I think she had another uh, I wouldn't really call it an album because it was like kind of like two EPs like smushed together uh-huh. that came out uh, volume this. one and two no not volume one Herself, and two herself title uh, it was something else um I used to know her or something like that. Oh, yeah, oh. Yeah. So, yeah, 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 yeah. But that was good, too. That was good, too. Yeah, a lot, a lot of good bangers on that. But yeah. her volume one and two, legendary, immaculate. It's like, I don't know. like, And it's most of it is traditional. Most yes. of it is traditional. Yeah. And it's like, for me, it's just that's that's why I include Ari in like my top three, because it's like 
making a traditional R and B song this, these days is not going to get you a lot of plays. Mm-hmm. But like for them to get so many plays and it's still sounding traditional is just it's just amazing. And I feel like they do it with their because her with their voices. Let me finish that. I feel like they do it with their voices because her has one of the greatest voices like in the world. Mm-hmm. I feel like. Like, and I'm not even exaggerating. Like, her voice is impeccable. Same thing with Ari. Ari's, I feel like the strength in Ari's voice is just like. She's traditional R&B. That's yeah. why I was surprised when people call her alternative. I'm sorry mm-hmm. to yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, she, she's very jazzy and she's very, like, the tone of it is uh-huh. just like, you will, you are very specific in your style. You yeah. know, the thought thing. But, yeah. I know you're good. Yeah. I appreciate the insight. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I was just, like, getting back to her, it's mm-hmm. just. She doesn't have a bad song. I mean, she has she has okay <laughs> songs, but I feel like she's never made a bad song. Yeah, and I I feel like this just goes to show the work that she puts in in making her music and making sure like uh, her quality of music is just like at the very tippy top. Mm-hmm. So, how old is she? Uh, early twenties. I, I don't know specifically, but early twenties. She's very young, but uh, she's <clears throat> she has a lot of potential. She mm-hmm. has a lot. Like I'm not even saying like she's my personal number one. I'm not even saying she's at the top of army because you can probably argue that's Beyonce. But uh, she her her potential is scary. Yes, scary. So, um, but it just goes to show that like she's getting. I don't even because like ever since I'm gonna mention this in a lot of episodes. But ever since Kendrick got robbed of that Grammy uh, for what, what was it? Was it uh, Good Kid, Mad City? Yeah, mm-hmm. I, don't know. Every, I, I don't put too much stock in the Grammys, but she has a lot of Grammys. She has a lot of uh, awards from like Billboard and mm-hmm. like iHeart. So, like for her to be so young and getting all these accolades, and it's not just like she she's making music for movies and making yeah, and getting yeah, awards yeah. off for Judas and the Black Messiah, right? Right. Getting awards off of that, and, and also let me get into real yeah, quick yeah. honorable mentions. Uh, I said I was between. Janae and SZA. I just SZA is just so <laughs> she's very entertaining. She's a very entertaining uh, artist to listen to. I feel like, and her voice is just so unique. So that, mm-hmm. that's why that's I really, what I'm saying. It, it, is that funny? To, I'm just why is that no, funny? She has a great Bro, voice. Why is it funny? She has a great voice because everyone every every meme is like uh, only SZA can sing in italics. And it's like <laughs> yo, <laughs> but yeah. I, I would challenge you guys if you can know like can you can you can you read back the lyrics to what she's like can you can you hear the words when, when you're Sometimes. listening if you listen to it enough then you'll be like, okay i can make up yeah, the words. Yeah, but like yeah. when you first listen to it, you're like okay like I'm, i know what she's saying here but like here what do you say yeah so I, I understand that but i feel like it's just how her voice is set up mm-hmm. and i still i still feel like it's very aesthetically pleasing i feel like but uh yeah she's one uh sid is another one. i i so badly wanted to put sid in my top three i feel like she just Nowhere to be found, bro. Yeah, so... she, not not that, not that. I just feel like, uh, you know, a lot of it is like for the internet. Like a lot of her work is for right, the right, right. Like she has that like one solo album, which is fire, by the way. Finn, if y'all haven't, y'all are listening to this, haven't listened to Finn album by Sid. Listen to it. Do yourself a favor. Mm-hmm. But yeah, for me, like a lot of her work is like band based. It's not like, but even like her features are fire too. Her features are also like this one. And she has one of the best voices in female R&B. Mm. So she's an honorable mention for me. And uh, Jasmine Sullivan, I'm giving you flowers because you've been doing it for a long time. You've been killing it. So props to you. Hotels is a fire album. Listen to it. So there's just so many, like Mahalia. 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 Mahalia, yeah. Like, I'm, she's, she's, she's a gem. Now, N-A-O. And now? No. I've heard she, now. She's, she's from the UK. But she, 
she's fire too. Mm-hmm. So there's just so many that Solange, of course. I, you got to shout out Solange. But uh, before we get into like, before we stay our case for like our best, even though we kind of did it already, I want to mention like a few mm-hmm. uh, more artists and just kind of get y'all's take on it. Yeah. So I put uh, FKA Twigs in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> In the outline, where like she, it's alternative, but it's more like electronic, electronic R and B, yeah, R and B, so something like that. And there's a lot of uh, distortion in her music. So, but I just want to get y'all's take on her type of music. I put her in the same category as like uh, you, you know, the artist O Seven O Shake. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, yeah. the same. You've you heard of O Seven O Shake? Yeah, I, I uh, Marone. No, Marone looks very confused when I said that, <laughs> but. Yeah, um, <laughs> Um, man, when I think about her music, I think it is technically R and B, but I think she's just taking it as like a whenever her whenever she created that her her sound. I think it's it's like whenever you have you know when you have those hip hop artists that do things that are like very against like what the traditional art hip hop is like. It's like that's what she's trying to do, and I and I appreciate what she does. I can I say that I listen to her and like and I think that she's like one of the top R and B artists. I don't personally think so. But I also think, I do respect what she does, you know, just for the fact that her, she has a unique sound, a very unique sound. And I feel like right now, where I'm at, at least, is I, I don't resonate with it too much, nor have I listened too much about it. But people who like, who listen to FK Twigs really, really like what she list, what she, what she has. Like, it's, I don't think there's ever been people just like, oh, I've heard this single by FK Twigs. It's either you know her or you don't. That's the kind of mm-hmm. energy she gives off to me. Yeah, I want I wanted to share something funny with you guys. So you bring up FK FKJ FKA Twigs, man. FKA Twigs. Put some respect on so, it. So uh, my fault. So going to the sub subcategories of R and B, like you put up, you know, traditional, alternative, and the trap soul. And I'm glad you narrowed it because let me read you the subcategories from allmusic.com, right? Okay. Within contemporary R and B, there's adult and contemporary R and B, alternative, deep funk soul, disco, euro disco, freestyle, Italian disco, neo soul, new jack swing. Post disco, quiet storm, retro soul, urban, and then you go to early R and B, and then you go to soul. So like, there's electric everything in there too. So I I feel like from what you guys are describing up your music, I've only maybe heard one song. She's probably somewhere in that shuffle. She's not. I don't think she's in what the categories that we had labeled out. Okay. So yeah, but I think I, I think at the end of the day, R and B is R and B too. I like it's the, I, it might be one of the second most influential genre of music right now. So all right, uh, there's another artist I want to get y'all's take on. Georgia Smith. Indie. She's indie. <laughs> she's not R&B, Denzel. I'm sorry. She's not R&B. She's, she's not R&B? She's you don't think? I really wait, don't wait. Let, 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 let's, hear, let's hear your argument, Maron. Why is she So you, you really are no light skin. Uh, no, well, Denzel, Dylan. Uh, what's, your uh, <laughs> <laughs> what's your name? Who are you? <laughs> no, no. Let's hear your argument. Let's hear, let's hear, let's hear your argument, man. So, no. So, Georgia Smith gets put on a lot of, like, she was on hip-hop tracks and stuff like that with Drake. But when you go to her individual projects, to me, she sounds more indie, folksy, whatever that British shit she'd be doing. She's been attached to, like, grime and other stuff, whatever England is on. But I think she's independent. Like, she's indie. <laughs> I don't really think she's... You know what I mean? Like, Teenage Fever or whatever the song, like Teenage something? Yeah. Teenage Dream, whatever. Yeah. Like, songs like that. I don't think she's R&B man, personally. Okay. How about you? <laughs> so I saw that on the net. I was like, bro, that's not it. <laughs> I, I don't I, 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 I don't listen to Georgia Smith too much because I feel like yeah. all the songs I've heard with Georgia Smith it was usually on the it was an, on a Drake song so that's my that's my argument right there. <laughs> all right, thanks for keeping it. I know I got I got it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I didn't want to get y'all's take on this woman's music because uh, I feel like she makes great music, but uh, her antics really. Summer Walker. How y'all be feeling about her antics? I know this is a simple tribe, but. 
Ernst would be pretty funny. <laughs> bro, I'm worried about her kid, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know what she. Oh, I pray for. I pray for that child. Yeah. I, you know what's funny that you say that, man? I went. I went on a little YouTube tour. I was like, who is the most quintessential trap and trap soul R and B chick mm-hmm. woman? And I would have to say it's probably Summer Walker. Yeah, she, I agree. She feels like a female rising to liberal, like actually really well found. Yeah. yeah. Whoa! 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 But, <laughs> and he had that auto tune. Like, come on, bro, come on. No, some some walkers like really good. The only problem with some walkers is right. He's right. The antics, right? Like, yeah. she refused. Like, she, does she come on stage? Does she that's good. Oh, that's different though. That's different. That's, that's, I'm, I'm talking about like the extra shit she be doing. She does like the food and all that. Oh, but yeah, 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 the, yeah. Uh, the anxiety stuff. I get you because it's like you're a performer. You're supposed to like. But it's like a lot of performers that go. I mean, a lot of performers use like uh, Xanax mm-hmm. to like help them get mm-hmm. through uh, performances. So. I mean, it's it's a de- that's another discussion yeah. for a yeah. different day, but yeah, it's, it's pervading in the music industry. Is that what you think of uh, Summer? Well, like what in regards to what her antics, bro? Like her food choices. I mean, I just think she's, she's, I think she's just beyond some shit. I don't know if it's because of the anxiety or whatnot, but I don't know. Just, <laughs> what? Hey, hey, I'm just saying. <laughs> so we're getting hey, so you're you're saw, like saw. the food stuff with the anxiety. I'm not trying to, but I don't know. You know, I'm not a psychologist. I can't connect things. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying what comes to my mind right now. Yeah, I'm about to get canceled, aren't I? It's okay. Oh no, you're good, you're bro. Canceled. You're good. You're good. Just canceled, here yes, you can, you man. It's very easy, man. All right. Well, uh, I just wanted to get y'all's take on it. So that's pretty funny. That was good. But uh, <laughs> before we get into uh, the conclusion, uh, I just want to give a few more uh, R&B female R&B artists that we haven't mentioned their flowers. Uh, Brandy, you're still making music. Uh, so I'm gonna Ooh. give you your flowers. Longevity in the game, respect it. Let's see. Uh, Van Jess, uh, a Nigerian American uh, R&B duo. It's like alter. It's mostly alternative, but like some elements of trap. Mm. Uh, so uh, they do pretty well. They don't get a lot of plays, but they have very high quality music. So putting y'all on. Uh, Kiana Lede, Fire. That album that she just released is really good. Yeah. So uh, I mentioned Mahalia earlier. She's UK uh, R&B, uh, but she's she's very good. She has very good music. Uh, favorite song, I'll probably say uh, Sober and there's something else. She has a one song with Pink Sweats. You know that one? Yeah, I do know. Back yeah. to you. That's yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but she has a lot of good music. So, yeah. Uh, LMA. Yeah, can I speak on it? Yeah, let's talk, about <laughs> so, <laughs> let's talk about it. So, Denzel, Dylan, I had have, I have LMA really high up there. I think she's really talented. Really? So, two, she has two projects. I think My Time, whatever, in 2016, that album, and then their album in 2018. She, vocally, she's really good. She, yeah, she has a terrible habit of going into random-ass monologues at the end of every <laughs> motherfucking song. Yeah. She, yeah, has to, she has to stop, bro. <laughs> it has to be. Because she's killing it. She have a great song. But, yeah, and then I think she got mad at Jack Weiss for doing a better version of one of her songs. Oh, no, no, no. No, we gotta stop there. No, we gotta stop there. Stop the cat. Stop the cat. <laughs> I, I, put her, I put her on my, when you bring her up, I put her and Haley on my, like, upcoming list. Like, um, then, I think in the next decade, if they continue their trajectory, I think they'll do really good. Okay, cool. Oh. Uh, L- uh, what, LMA. LMAO, uh, what do you think, uh, I think I agree with Maron. Like, give her another decade or two, and I think she's going to be. If she keeps that consistency in her music, she's going to be a big player in the R and B game. Um, I don't mind the monologues too much, Maron. <laughs> That's just personally nah. me. But you just, <laughs> the monologues are ass, bro. I'm sorry. I didn't. I didn't say I like them. I said I just don't mind them. 
It's really uh, funny, Denzel, because like people will be listening to the song like, oh man, she's a really good R&B artist, and they'll be like, wait, she's fucking British? Because <laughs> 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 that accent's so heavy. Uh, is British is is be a British a problem? Appar- know, apparently, it's just it's random. People uh, don't expect it. Okay, it's cool. It's cool. Okay, uh, another one. Uh, Victoria Monet, uh, Jaguar is her latest uh, uh, project, mm-hmm. and uh, a, a personal favorite of mine. Experience with uh, Khalid. Fire ass track, but uh, mm-hmm. y'all go listen to her. Mariba, Mariba. So she just released uh, an EP. Uh, we mentioned Snow Allegra earlier. She just released her uh, full length album, but Snow Allegra is also vibes, those feels. So, yeah. Uh, we mentioned Kali Uchis as well, mm-hmm. because she's killing it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I just want to mention all those. If I missed anybody, uh, please uh, let us know. But I'm planning on making a playlist as well. Comment uh, down to, below. Yeah, to share with our, to share with you listeners about all these amazing artists. But, we have uh, about four minutes left, so I wanted to talk about uh, what y'all think of, of where R&B is headed in terms of, like, sound. From, I'll say for, like, the next, like, few years in terms of female R&B. Okay, I can, I can go real quick, Denzel, if you mind. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, yeah, I was, for, first of all, we didn't get to defend, like, our, who we thought the queen was. I would say my queen was Jasmine Sullivan for a lot of reasons, but mainly because uh, longevity and she has the best... Voice. I actually patched her, like, I, I matched her up against every artist I can think of, and I think vocally she's better than her, and that's why I give her that, and she has a lot she's of She's not, but okay. <laughs> she's really good. So, uh, but where do I think it's going? I think it's, uh, the, the easy answer is alternative, like, people just kind of pick their own, what they think R&B sound is, and they kind of just sing in that way. Uh, is it more, I don't think it's as, like, funky, you know, it's not as electric as it was maybe in the early 2010s. Or, yeah, yeah. You know? And I think now artists are not as pressured as much. They, they kind of they cultivate their own sound and their own following, so I don't mm-hmm. think they're chasing sounds as much, as they, especially the women. So I can see more R&B artists just going in EP, short project directions, like even Jasmine just did. Where, like, it's not really a full album release, but, like, they just tour with that, and it's gonna be probably... Uh, it's come, no, I'm not gonna say it's more, like, based on social media. But I mean, it's my, my, that might just be already like or like she's using her Instagram and stuff like that. But, okay. Yeah, so I think that it's going to be more shorter projects and more uh, independent in that respect. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Uh, Denzel, uh, <clears throat> since Marone defended his number one, defend your number one and uh, tell us uh, where you think r is headed in terms of the female side of it. I just personally think my number one has to be uh, SZA. Just, so, just solely because of just the, produ- the sound that she, the, her unique voice, as well as, you know, the production of what her music that, that she creates is just on a different scale compared to, you know, many of the RBRs we're seeing currently today. Um, mm-hmm. And I feel like she's so new in the game. I mean, she's been in the game for a while, but I feel like with her recent album, like Control in 2017, she's I, I would consider her fairly new in my opinion, but I just think that given another five, ten years, she's going to be one of the greats in RB. I just it's just something that I I feel like I'm seeing with her. It's completely complete, com, com, uh, compared to other RB artists of, of today. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I'm not, this is just a subjective list, so, I mean, I mean, we, are, we know who the objective person is, you know, but <clears throat> in terms of where R&B is headed, Maron, I would like to argue that, I would, uh, I would like to agree with you that it is going to get shorter with, like, the music that's coming out, but I also want to mm-hmm. say that I think it's going to go more alternative and trap soul, and I think we've already been seeing that. I'm not saying that traditional will die out, as I mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. but I think mm-hmm. alternative slash, specifically trap soul, 
or psychedelic or like the you know those kind of that kind of subgenre of R and B is going to become more requested slash more common in in sound because I feel like at the rate music goes, you know, music tends to recycle itself. So I feel like it's going to tend to pull things from like the seventies, sixties, and I feel like we've seen that with like even art hip hop songs. You know, a lot of songs are using new sounds that were nostalgic. That's and it's becoming like a new thing. So I almost almost feel like it's going to eventually come back to traditional. But when it does, it's going to be like with a twist to it, you know? Some hip-hop flair to it. I would say I agree, I agree with you in the sense like Snow Allegra, for example, is like more Sade than anything else today. Like unashamedly, right? Like yeah. Last yeah. Album, she was mm-hmm. like this. So I see your point. Yeah, coming to going back around. Yeah, we'll see. All right. Um, I've already defended my number one earlier. I gave her her flowers. So you already know who's on the top of the female R&B game, her. I'll say it again, her. You met her three more times. You, her. So <laughs> the audience, he met he met her in person. So it's like he had a he cried tears of joy. He I was, mean, he was but shit. like oh shit. Oh. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, uh, I, for me, yeah. where I feel like uh, the female R and B sound is going, uh, Denzel. I feel like I still hear a good amount of traditional. Not to say like he's making a comeback. Right, right, right. I still hear a good amount of traditional R and B in uh, like new music. So like, there's still elements of traditional R and B in her music. Even though like her starting out was like traditional, and now she's going more to she's she's embraced alternative already. But like now she's going more towards trap soul for uh, a, a couple of her songs recently. But mm. uh, I mean, she was featured this song with Lil Baby. So, but. Uh, yeah, I feel like trap soul and like alternative, like with the you know with the drums mm-hmm. and the like the guitar, like that's that's gonna be the pervading sound. That's gonna be the dominant sound, probably at least for like the next few years. But still, with elements of traditional R and B, um, I don't think traditional R and B will ever die out. I just feel like uh, at least for the next three to five years, it's not gonna be like the main sound, even in like male R and B and. Like, I feel like R&B overall, I feel like traditional R&B is not going to be, like, the main sound. It's going to be alternative R&B. But, um, and of course, with Trap Soul as, like, the main, like, sub, uh, you know, category. But traditional R&B is still a vibe, and it's still going to be, uh, you know, around. Because that's, you know, that's the staple. That's what started it. Blues. The funk. Yo, Sol, that's, that's what, what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Our Lennox and Jasmine Sullivan have that kind of like it feels like they're constantly trained in that in that voice, and, mm-hmm. and then it really does seem like uh, her is just like the future. Yeah, in that sense, yeah. like she mm-hmm. does. But and then Kalani is kind of like you know, Kalani, Janae, SZA. Okay, well that was a great discussion, guys. Uh, queen of R, queens of R and B. So positive too. You notice yeah. that there was no like controversies we have to talk about. <laughs> exactly. Nope. Yeah, no. that's very interesting. Oh, Except for, I mean, the biggest controversy was uh, Summer Walker's Summer. Uh, food choices. <laughs> but uh, anyways, yeah, uh, that's, so that's bad. Uh, thank you for listening to uh, episode ten of the Tempo Tribe. You can follow us on IG and Twitter at Tempo underscore Tribe, and I'll give my personal socials of my pop in in IG <laughs> at Dylan. AKA DJ. Sponsored by Nike. I'm dead. And uh, follow me. A yeah, no, no, no. Nike. Nike. It was Nike. My yeah. follow G, my phone. Mm-hmm. Fingers crossed. Fingers <laughs> crossed. But <laughs> it's it. Uh, yeah, and then uh, Twitter uh, at Brimpendale. Social stuff. Hey, so uh, my Instagram is D O T O K U N 
R-I-N, and that is also my Twitter as well. Hi, man. Yeah, my IG's uh, dr.good.day, and Twitter is dr. underscore good day. Yeah. Well, this is the Temple Tribe signing off, and remember to always do what makes you happy. Peace. St- and stay safe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, keep listening to female R&B, man. Fuck me, R&B. That shit sucks. Yes, respect the queens. Respect the queens.